Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Before we continue today's Jedi Council, let me ask you a question. Have you ever played Forge of Empires? Forge of Empires is a city-building game and also one of our sponsors for today's episode. In Forges of Empires, you can guide a village to the different epics of human history from the Stone Age to the future. Through skillful planning on the battlefield, you can expand your sphere of influence and create an impressive empire. And what's more, there are continuous content updates to ensure years of fun together with millions of players around the world. And guess what? You can switch between browser, iOS, and Android devices at any time while playing Forges of Empire. If you're new to Forge of Empires, I have some great news. Just for a limited time, Collider fans can go to forgeofempires.com slash Collider and get a bonus of 10 bucks worth of diamonds. Not jewels, just diamonds. So download the game by clicking the link in the description of this episode in order to get yourself a $10 starter package. This will give you 650 diamonds to start building your own empire. Diamonds are virtual in-game currency. There's no cash payout, only for new registrations. It's not transferable. Simply go to forgeofempires.com slash collider. Now, Download, install, click, claim gift, and get 650 diamonds right from the start. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. 
All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today on Collider Jedi Council, Thanos snaps out Kylo Ren. Oh, we're talking about the sounds of Star Wars and Star Wars Celebration. It's just days away. We got a preview. Collider Jedi Council is next. Zoobly Zoo just does not stop. Ken, you ever, you ever heard of the Zoobly Zoo? Uh, I'm familiar with a lot of weird kid songs, uh, but not that one. Not that one. You are Zoo. missing out. You are it missing is a good out. Well, one. it sounded like we didn't play it a thousand times on the show this morning. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Zoobly Zoo. I am Christian Harloff, and we are going to be talking about everything going on in the world of Star Wars. It's Collider Jedi Council, and we are literally one week away from hitting Chicago, doing the big five-day celebration for Star Wars this year. All three of us on this panel will be there. Two big panels. Let's start off with letting everybody know about the Schmodown panel, known as the Battle of the Masters panel, on Friday, I believe, at 12.15. I believe that is the time. You can look it up on the fan. Stage five contenders going out all up on one. I can't even get the words out. Can't <laughs> they're competing against each other? <laughs> Talking and, is hard. Thank you. It is hard. And at the end on Saturday, we'll be playing Alex Damon, and then we will also be on Sunday with this show, July July Council. That's <laughs> why so I can't do Clyde Live. Star Wars Celebration is in July. Zoobly zoo. Zoobly zoo. Jedi Council. Jedi Council will be on Sunday. Come see us on Sunday for Collider Jedi Council on the podcast stage. And welcome everybody. Doreen, you haven't been back on the council for a little in bit. In a while, I like I yeah. I haven't seen you in a couple hours. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes as I, I don't miss you. No. <laughs> no, no. I, I actually miss the, being on the show, mostly because Celebration is next week. And as much as there's a lot of Star Wars content out there and a lot that talks we mm. talk about, and sometimes we get a little sick of it, mm. I'm really excited about next week. I'm really excited about Celebration. It's yeah. one of my favorite events, um, and it's mm. been two years, so I'm mm. really looking forward to it. Which this brings mm. up a good point. What are you humming about over there? I'm looking at her mm. IG88 IG shirt. I like yeah, that shirt. Yeah, you like it? I like that shirt. It's so good. But, you know, that's that's the thing, though, Ken, is it's... Mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Are you disagreeing that because yeah, no, no, he doesn't get sick of Star Wars? No, no, no. Yeah. But it's, it's right around. It's right around the corner. There's mm-hmm. so much that we're going to be able to see, to do. What are you looking forward to? Uh, not just the panels themselves. We'll get into that. What are you looking forward to? Yeah, I, other than the big panels, I'm not a huge fan of fan of fan of Thanos. See, fan of not, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I came fan on of the show today. Oh, fan of Thanos. Atta, can we take it again for the top? <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's. Uh, I just love going because it's my favorite convention. As crazy it is, we've talked about it. It is one focused love of, of Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love San Diego Comic Con. I love cons overall. Emerald Con was real fun up there doing your panel. Yep. Um, but it's it's you know it's all over the place. This is one laser-focused yeah. nerddom. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to, to meet all the folks and press the flesh with fans. And we get to meet people that, you know, we watch. My right. goal this year is to finally, you know, I want to meet Hello Greedo. I don't know if he's there yet. I think Hello Greedo may or may not be at Celebration. Yeah. But last time, I stood right next to him and didn't, didn't know. Because he had the Star, the, the Star Wars the Stormtrooper helmet on. Yeah. Star Wars! Yay! Um, 
So that that's the fun. There's a lot of yeah. That's that's exactly right. All, uh, just getting the emails from a lot of the podcasters that will be there. I know Full of Sith said they're going to be there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of different podcasts that I've known for for a long time. Just Steel, our buddy mm-hmm. Steel will be there, and just having all these people who celebrate and love Star Wars in general. Alex Damon obviously yep. will be there, mm-hmm. but then the other side of it too, like you know, Andy will be back for the Star Wars show, mm-hmm. and, and to see that crew, and just to like you had mentioned, it's one hub to have all of this just fun geek them for five days and there's it looks like from their schedule that they're kind of gearing up to what we thought they were going to do and they have focus days and they're not just going to oh you might get something it seems like you're getting news every day and it's pretty exciting yeah especially because we haven't gotten real news uh even CinemaCon recently you know and all these other conventions so clearly they're they have some big stuff for us planned i'm sure but i'm super excited not just because all our friends are going to be there in the star wars uh you know news community but just walking around the floor honestly it's everybody's so happy every all the fans there are so passionate about everything and and it, it it's contagious you know, and 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 uh, also I've never been to Chicago. I'm very excited. See, about same that. with me. I was yeah. there once, but I, I really, mm-hmm. but not didn't really get to explore it. Yeah, so it's first time go. Chicago proper for me. I've been to yeah. Rosemont for a couple conventions, but yeah. nah. Yeah, I've never really actually been able to enjoy it, and we will for five days be able to do that. Ken, I've been talking about every time we go to celebration. I've been yeah. talking about sooner or later I was going to get a lightsaber. Do you think I'll do it this year? You don't no. have a lightsaber. No. Like a new one. I'm I'm talking about one of like the really amazing crafted ones that they make Uh at um, Celebration. They Uh have like the actual. You can buy Dooku's handle if you want juice. But which ones are you talking about? Like the long ones that are kind of. It's more like the the actual hilt. It's the hilt. You don't want the one with. Look, if you buy, if you're going to look for the hilt, yeah, it's the hilt. Yes, but if uh, I know you, you are not going to want to transport back. That's delayed. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. No, I'm going for the hilt because I I saw one time. I think it was at the 2015. Uh huh. And, and, I don't know and, who it was, which vendor it was, but they had all of the mm-hmm. uh, hilts of, you name it, Mace Windu. Like, if someone had a Darth Bane one or a Revan one from Knights of the Republic, that might be hard for one, me not to leave. That's with. the one you would want? Yeah, I think so. I think that, that, that one would be hard for me. Not. Be Even careful though, getting it through TSA. The hilts? <laughs> I had, really? I had problems coming out of New York with something that was very clearly a replica of a Star Wars thing, and they, they took it. Oh, they no. thought it was what a was weapon. It? Yeah, they took it. What was it? Uh, it was a it was a Han Solo blaster type situation. I wow. get that. That's but wow. you know I'm like it's a Star War. Um, <laughs> Yeah, someone in the JFK airport is now the owner of that. Yeah, so Aww. be that, careful. Be maybe, careful. maybe he's a really big nerd fan and just uh, took it from you. Yeah, yeah there was like six sad. of them gathered but, around me. Yeah, that I, one looks like that's a, looks like a pistol. I totally get it. So, totally I mean, get that's, it. Yeah, that's, that's all that I'm saying. saying. It's not a lightsaber. That's not a lightsaber. Just be careful. Maybe ship it. Just have David Griff- Griffin ship it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside joke from 2015. Uh, how did how did that even happen? He was he was a, he, he was running out. Uh, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Uh, we we made a lot of oh, listeners right. at Collider yes, Council, and they're, yes, they, yes, they yes. so they're so generous, and a lot of them are very skilled yes. artists and stuff. And a lot of times they present us with gifts, which is awesome and it's humbling. Uh, but we, no have to, we have it. to travel back right, with that, and right. that's sometimes what happens. That's right. Say, exactly. That. David said, I'll, yeah. I'll, "There's a FedEx thing right here. I'll do it yeah, for you." Yeah, All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So that's yeah. um, I'm sorry to hear that, Ken. Yeah, we'll ship you back. Sweet. <laughs> All right, let's actually start with some Star Wars movie news here, Ken. There is some stuff going down. Are we going to start with Celebration, or what are we doing? No, this little quick note here. Our producer, John Rocco, one of the finest producers in the business. Hi, John. Uh, he doesn't like rugby. Um, Avengers Endgame. You know this picture's coming it. out. Yeah. Disney. It, they got a lot on their plate here. It 
just destroyed all sales records in six hours. The Force Awakens pre-sales record on Fandango, gone, destroyed. Makes perfect sense. This is 10 years, 20-plus films in the making. Uh, I'm not even worried about Episode Nine or anything competing with this, but it's a testament to when you invest something over a long time and build up this thing, they're doing it right. And uh, it's also interesting, the sub-thing of... Disney always kind of having to promote against their other big franchises under their one umbrella. Yeah, and also, look, call it what it is, Marvel is the new Star Wars at the moment, too. Right. It, it really is, as far as when it comes to the, when I mean big box office, mm-hmm. huge spectacle stuff. Star Wars still is doing that, but Star Wars, right, right now it's every year, but it's start to go to two years as we're Marvel, two to three a year. Mm-hmm. And successfully, and still making money off yeah. doing it because they have a certain narrative that they're doing. So this doesn't surprise me, and I agree with you, Ken. It does as it has no meaning a- at all as far as what Episode Nine will do. Episode yeah. Nine is still going to do very well, especially we haven't gotten a trailer yet. Yep. Like the excitement for Avengers was always there, but then those trailers came out, and there's even more excitement now mm-hmm. for it, and this adds into it. But Episode Nine will have. We'll probably Volume. break records as far as December stuff goes. They'll do all right. Yeah, I think it's going to be due. It's the end. Uh, it's the yeah. end of it. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But I also think that it's a gr- it's great it's, news, obviously, yeah, for also, the franchise. I, and I don't think it, I don't think it's ever real an accurate descri- uh, comparison. I should say to MCU to Star Wars at this point. Right. Uh, Star Wars is creating their own new stories. MCU is taking from things that exist and taking it well. Yes. Feige and team have done a great job, but. This is 20 films in. Let's not forget some of the stumbles with Iron Man 2 or 3 or the you know, first Thor. Uh, Star Wars still has to iron out some of those kinks of their big machine. I think they will, too. So I, I, I'm excited to see down the line what some of this means. I know it's not as connected. That's right. not what I mean, but just I know how they're But there's also, you know, the, the quantity, right? Like, how many MCU movies have come out in the last 10 years versus mm-hmm. with Star Wars? You have, I mean, you have other Star Wars stuff going on, like the animated series and, and yeah, this but type of stuff. But are, movies, yeah. is just three. And and yeah. clearly, as we know, the last one was divisive, you know? So so that's... Yeah, four. That's, Don't well, five. Right. Five, including Solo. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But both of, both of them. Uh, yeah. Word device, yeah. you know, and oh, so, um, and but, but I think once this is actually released, once Avengers is released, I mean, I think people are their their attention is going to go to Episode Nine. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially, well, and it's it like you said with as far as Disney goes, right? Disney has the most amount of a, a big budget movies. And I don't just mean just quantity. I mean as far as like what you think can pop, right? Mm-hmm. With this, they've got. Uh, Aladdin, Toy Story, Lion King, uh, Star Wars, obviously. So this is marketing machine that they're going to be doing. They have to do it strategically mm-hmm. because they are going to be competing with themselves one way or another. Because yeah. I think Aladdin comes out after this movie, but it's mm-hmm. it, you can, it's going to do very well, obviously, and it's a different audience, different at the same at the same time. Right. But I think that. Um, I think that people will get very excited once December hits in Episode Nine, the, and the trailers. Once this hits in next week. People are going to start going nuts for yeah. this show, I mean, depending yeah. on what they show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to think. Next week, yeah, we're going to have a trailer. I, I remember what was the trailer we saw for Celebration last time at 2017. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone was talking about it. Like, yeah, the poster release. I mean, it was yep. insane. All we don't even have a title. That's going to be a double, double, double whammy. whammy news story. Do you think yeah. they're going to release the title this time? Well, they'll probably do it the same way Avengers did it, where mm-hmm. Avengers yeah. dropped their trailer, and at the end of the trailer, Endgame. So they'll probably do the same thing for Star Wars. It'll mm-hmm. be, oh, yeah. here's the trailer at the end. I like that. I think that's yeah. smart. I think it's revealed because I think it's I double. Have, I have a prediction of the title. Do you? I have some sources on the inside. Is this, you just, I can see your face doing yeah. that joke thing. Is it's, it episode 9, no. IG-88 is the sexiest? What do you think? No. Is this a breaking it's Star story? Wars episode 9, Feast for Porgs. Got it. It's a Game of Thrones crossover. <laughs> Done. See ya. I Dad ref- jokes. Done. I'm out of here. I refuse to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually going to be episode 9, the fourth Death Star. The fourth Death Star. Yeah. Will force be in the How title? How dare you? you. <laughs> 
Do you think Force will be in the title? No, because they already did that for the first one. I think for, I, I I would still bet Force being there somewhere. Somewhere. It, it, it the would, Force I would, goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There you go. There you go. You just won the bad joke of the day sorry. award, and I'm go. happy. That was with, the you worst the bad joke I've ever yeah. done. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It wasn't great. All right. Let's <laughs> let's move on. It's just time to <laughs> now. It's time to look at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Things to expect. It's a little bit of a preview. We were talking about it there. Uh, all the things. Uh, this is our, our buddy James, uh, J- James Jermaine Lucier. We're having just a word problem today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine Lucier at Iowa Nine has a great little article. All the things we will and probably won't see at Star Wars Celebration. And what's he think we? What, what's he think we won't see? Uh, movies this. past episode nine. Uh, announcements on Dan and Dave, maybe specifics. Ryan Johnson, uh, including the TV shows too. That a lot of that stuff we we, we might not see. And and I I, I think we I think agree right. with that as a yeah, team. I think here, he's right. right. I, th- I think I, if it happens, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But. With the lineup of what they're showing right. so far, they don't need it because yeah. it's also bigger news that they can pop off during the year and don't get ahead of yourself when you don't need to. Absolutely. That's one thing they have learned in the past. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Josh Trank. Um, that uh, TV show and then also uh, mystery video games. There's a lot of talk. There's, you hear things, that, uh, but I think it's going to be all Jedi Fallen Order and don't expect suddenly to, to get some big video game announcements. Right. So he's just saying video games. and uh, That's I, it. Yeah. As far as what we won't see, which are, are the big things. We get yeah. that tweeted all the time. Do you think we'll get something from Dan and Dave? I, I, I think they'll be in their secure bunker uh, beneath Dorn, watching, yeah. getting ready for the premiere, going to the public. Riley, you know? I think on Rule of Two, is on the other side of it and thinks that we should... Uh, that we we are going to hear an announcement for those movies because he thinks because of the leak, I think the leak will be so far removed by the time we get to we already, it already is mm-hmm. and even, it's not even necessarily a leak it's yeah. just a yeah. it's just a rumor mm-hmm. um, and they can they don't have to confirm or deny or anything yet until they need to and I think you're right I think with with Benioff and Weiss right now. They are focused on this last season, closing it out. They're going to be interviewed about that. And then they're not going into production on this thing, or at least mm-hmm. releasing one for a little bit. So, yeah, it's not necessary. I would love it, but I don't think we're going to see it. What yeah. do you think, Tarina? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I personally, you know, the question is what panel we're most looking forward to. Like, I, I as much as I'm excited about episode nine news as always and i will be there the day that it's released and we will all be happy and excited about the premiere etc um i really am looking forward to new stuff in the star wars world so i'm i'm looking forward to mandalorian Mandalorian, yeah. that's that's the panel i I'm, I'm really interested in because we know very little about it other than you know the the awesome creative team that's behind it yep. um so that's what i'm most interested in i'm pretty excited for that too and i think that we're gonna i mean there's a lot that i'm excited for but let's just stick on mandalorian here too because i think what they're going to do is one of the things that they've led on with this as far as releases going how many different directors that they have mm-hmm. right i could see a featurette with all the different directors kind of having a little bit mm-hmm. of something to say maybe we see a little bit of what they're working on maybe we don't but maybe we at least bryce dallas howard taika like all these people that are working on mm-hmm. these and then probably the most that you'll see is from favreau and filoni right and they'll i think they're on the actual panel if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken yeah, that makes sense yeah i believe that so makes but, sense, yeah. but People are asking, you know, will they show a full episode? I don't think they're going to show a full episode, but I think you'll get like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get a, a good chunk. And even yeah. if you don't, even if you get like a, just a very long three-minute teaser of the whole series, I'd be cool with that. But yeah, I think yeah. we're going to learn a lot about the story. That's where a lot of the information is going to come out. Yeah. And that stuff, yeah. 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 I, I, there was a chance I would have thought a full episode, but the panel time frame is, doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, some extended footage. Yeah. That's what we're uh, – Jermaine is saying, you know, we're excited to see the title of and first footage footage from Star Wars Episode 9, The Mandalorian, uh, more about the return of Clone Wars, uh, and a first 
look at Star Wars Resistance Season 2. What they have also said, uh, going back to what we won't see, they've gone out of their way, Star Wars, to say no unexpected show announcements. Right. No Rebels Returns, none of that stuff. And it's like, great that they yeah, did that, though. Right. Don't, don't, get, don't get your hype, hope, hypes up, hope and hype up for that. Because they've, that, that, they never used to do that. Right. They, they let you go in there and go, oh, let them try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But by them up top saying, don't expect this because it ain't coming. Right. So you, know? you, don't, you don't think there'll be any surprises uh, uh, that they'll announce something that actually hasn't been announced, whether it's for like the Disney Plus or, or another? Yeah, maybe something along Detroit. those lines. They could. But I, I, I don't think you, but you don't need to. Right. Because as long as the, the main thing that we had said on this show as far as what celebration now these days since the acquisition of mm-hmm. the company what they have to do is they have to provide news. Mm-hmm. They'll provide news with episode nine. They'll provide news with, with Mandalorian. They'll provide news with the theme park and with the video the games and with right. Clone Wars. They've got enough. And, right. they, and they're appeasing the fan base that is there. And they're going to appease the fan base that says, well, what's next for the, for the right. future right now? And, and, and they probably will talk about Cassian, which is not coming out. For, yeah. And that's, that might, you might get like a special announcement, of a new cast member or something yeah. like that. Because that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, it's possible that they might announce more uh, spinoff type stuff. Because, well, that's what he's saying. Because, They're saying that they say don't Yeah, don't so, like, so I, I, I'm just saying it's possible in the sense that, yeah. you know, they have uh, this franchise we're talking about, the MCU, and mm. that's coming to a conclusion. So maybe now they're going to be focused on rele- releasing more one-off things for yeah. the Star Wars franchise. Potentially. Uh, I, but I also think, too, it's even more specifically for animated shows and okay. Rebels because of the Clone Wars thing, which right. was a surprise to like even like the moderator of the panel. Yeah, that was Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, that, that kind of stuff. Uh, the one thing that they, is, it's kind of cool, especially for us, is, is the books. They'll probably, yeah. and it's a Friday, 545 is kind of, I think, the panel roughly, that they'll announce some Friday Friday yeah some new books and those are you know that's not for the big general public but that gets exciting you know we got Master and Apprentice from Claudia Gray out uh, coming out soon we got a copy Um, of it you got copies yeah you'll have one too great Um, don't give one to Darina she doesn't read well Uh, (laughs) what's reading yeah you and Ellis will get along well. Um, but <laughs> we yeah, do. So I'm meeting him more to the front. I'm, I'm probably going to read that on the plane, to be honest with yeah. you. Because I'm, I'm very excited to, to get into that book, too. But to find out what else is coming. And will we hear something from Lucino? You know, that's, we haven't, he, hasn't been, he hasn't said nothing. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let, oh my gosh, I want to give this person credit. Someone tweeted. No, someone tweeted about who do you think? Uh, any predictions on the episode nine novelization? Uh, which oh yeah, uh, is possible too. Uh, you know, and I think they'll do the same thing where that won't come out till after. Right. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be. They want to spoil some stuff. Like but, December is when it'll come out after the movie comes out. Well, I was curious about that because the I think um, Alan Lean Foster's Force Awakens novelization was. Yeah. was, was Good, okay. but Jason that Fry's, was more for nostalgia. It was, and it was, and it was great. But yeah. Jason Fry's Last Jedi was really good. I, I bet you Fry does it. Wrong. Yeah, that'd be good, or, yeah. or someone new too. But yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff. I think they're going to the Fry's going to be there. Fry will be there also. So I bet you they announced yeah. that. Yeah, I bet you that's one of the ones that they I, I want to meet Jason like, Fry. Are they having an author's panel? The, yeah, 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 they are. Yeah. You want to meet? Uh, well, we I want to buddies. meet Jason Fry. I want to talk about Mets. The New York Mets. Yeah, he's, yeah, Even he's though a, I'm a Yankee fan, favorite but, player Gary Carter. Yeah, man, he's a, he's a big, he's a big ball fan. I mean, he's a, he's yeah. a New York guy. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. So that's the Mandalorian. Like you said, it's going to be a very exciting panel. The obvious is episode nine. That's going to be, and it's smart that they're starting the day off with it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the big trailer. Ken, do you think it'll be like they they usually do? I, I don't see why they would change mm-hmm. this. And you you start off. You have whoever's monitoring. Do we say that is um, Warwick Davis? I think it's Warwick Davis for all the big he's panels. The yeah, he's, he's a great, great host. He's, he's great. great. And I'll t- thank you. He does at Celebration as a host. Yeah, is fantastic. He's, he's great. He's great. And I hope yeah. they have that guy, what's his name, Mike, warming up the crowd. 
That guy is the awesome. comic, yeah. yeah. He is awesome. He's he, great. Every single time that ooh, he's been there for every celebration and him warming up that crowd, he, he gets he, – it's that's a, that's a process, man. You keep yeah. the energy up that there. That is hard. And he does it yeah. every single time, and he's, he doesn't get enough credit. But yeah. that um, – that that panel, I assume, will start with Warwick Davis getting everybody psyched up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. JJ will come out, you know, welcome to return. And Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy yeah. will come out, and then they'll they'll have the conversation about what it what it takes, what it's going to do, why JJ came back, blah blah blah. And then they'll start having the cast come in, and we'll see mm-hmm. whichever cast was announced, right? And we'll see stills. They'll talk about it for a bit, and then they'll tease us like, "All right, thanks, guys." Well, you know, of course we have a trailer. And Why are you spoiling the panel for us? That's what happens every time. That's what happens every time. But then, and but then, being in that room is so exciting. It's the though. best. Yeah. And so then we'll have uh, then we'll have the the trailer will will debut. The place will lose their minds. They'll show it again, and then everybody will be breaking down the trailer, looking at what does this mean? What does that yeah. mean? Still framing everything. Uh, yeah. I wanted to give this guy full credit. Yes. His name is Mark Daniel. Okay. Mark Daniel. Look at Mark Daniel. Good dude. Oh yes. He is just spectacular. And I think you're right. He deserves more credit. Yeah, Mark Daniel's great. I hope so. I don't know if he's going to be at he'll this one. He'll be there. He's, I mean, he's, he's great. Be, it'd be, unless he's not available, it'd be silly not right, to. Right. He's, he's been there for every single, for, I mean, even before the acquisition, I think he was warming up the crowds and everything. Yeah, so yeah, the panels. He's, doing, yeah. he's great. So I think they'll bring him back for sure. But is there anything else that we're, obviously the floor to see what's going on on the floor, see what, what other events that they kind of set up the way they I love the, the floor. Field. The floor at every yeah. uh, con, we try to make a, I try to make a trip once and you and I used to do the traditional Sunday Comic Con. Yeah. Let's do it one more time. You and I walked around emerald city comic-con um i i just love hitting the floor yeah. being even if it's like faces in your face because it's so close i just love seeing everything on display um that's where we uh, ellis and i ran into uh, uh the, the folks at emerald tree and, and uh, em- emerald moon and tree and endor who make those life-size ewoks and the droids and everything you just get to see all the people who put so much passion and their own uh, skills into celebrating yeah. star wars it's a lot of fun yeah mm-hmm. whether it's you know not just the people that are selling things but the, yeah. that are very Making creative but, but cosplay just walking around and seeing all these amazing yeah, costumes you know taking Photos in front Are you going to be dressed as a happy person there? Um, you mean a Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be smiling too much, so people aren't going to recognize me. <laughs> it's true. We can, wasn't I? I was with you. I think at one of the. Uh, it was. It might have been the last one. And that like just long parade of all the cosplays. You and I got through. caught in the Mando, it was, and it was parade. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like trying to cross, yeah, and all of a sudden, like, right. oh, we'll we'll wait. There's a couple Boba Fett's walking by, and it was like every Mandalorian yeah. cosplayer in the world. It went on forever. Yeah, yeah. Were yeah. you guys there that year? That um, I think. I think it was Orlando a long yeah. time ago oh. where they had a, a bar upstairs and you walked in and it was co- it was cold so it was like hot themed yeah. and they had an ice sculpture of a tauntaun it was, that was crazy that was that no that was wasn't that in 2015 yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think so yeah I, I think it was, that was An- crazy. yes it was Anaheim yeah because I've yeah. only I've only been to the Anaheim one and oh, the Orlando, sh- yes, and the Orlando one so this so will be I didn't cool. I also didn't know you as well back then I thought you were really mean um, did you think she was mean she's scary really Look at that face. I mean, I, I am wearing the scariest. Yeah, yeah. her favorite ever. character is a so. heartless droid. It's, it's the, the truth. coolest. I just thought. I mean, I, I don't know if I ever told her on the air. I've told you is. many times yeah. before, but I told you the first time I kind of really met her was at the Force Awakens. Uh, oh, I, I've heard we her version of that Awakens. story. Yeah. But so we we walked. Well, we walked up and we were talking, and Ellis was wearing that white suit. Oh, right. right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, that. there was nothing on except yeah. white. And it, it was, was dark in there. It was, it was white. Well, that yeah. was the thing. Yeah. Because we were standing, we, had, we were ta- having this conversation. She's like, you're going to lose your friends. And I go, I'm not going to lose my friends. She's like, what do you mean? And I go, watch. And she's like, what? And I go, watch. 
And then Ellis just walks through all the way down the, with White, and she you start cracking yeah. up. He's like, with "Oh my god!" With the biggest god. smile on his face because he, uh, yeah, he, uh, Mark, uh, Nathan's dad, Mark Hamill, had just recognized him. Oh you yeah, know? so he was like, so happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. And then he also <laughs> took a picture with George Lucas, and yeah, right, he, was, he was geeking that. out. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, um, really it was it was it was a <laughs> yeah. fun time. But I, that's why I'm also I'm really looking forward to us just being able to relax. It'll yeah. be, it'll be relaxing. It's going to be busy. Going to be busy. But moments like you were just saying, though, yeah. those walking through the mm-hmm. parade when we're off of yeah. just because we'll be doing videos for this show. We'll be doing right. coverage for the show and for we're working for Schmodown. You're doing comedy. Right. But we'll also have that time to just be a fan and to yeah. be able to walk around. And that's what I'm looking forward to. You guys, are you? How many of you guys who are watching? Well, whether it's live or on the the replay, are you coming to Star Wars Celebration? If you are, are you going to be checking out the Jedi Council panel on Sunday or even on Friday for the Star Wars Showdown? Because I'm always curious because you can find some fans, especially at Celebration, who eventually would be able to challenge an Alex Damon. Because there are a lot of people. Somebody watching this show right now that is probably the best Showdown Star Wars player that we've ever seen. Uh, no, Roka, you, you can't play in everything. Uh, and then. <laughs> Um, we would love to see you on Saturday night to see, you know, who's going to win that match. Because 900 people screaming and yelling. You know, you know and Draco and uh, Snyder are going to mm. be going yeah. nuts over there. So you can get the tickets, by the way, at theschmodownlive.com. Please do. There's about 30, 25, 30 tickets left. So would not much time left. So please go and check it out. Um, I was going to bring up the theme park really quick because well, yes. you, you yeah, 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 yeah. part of it. That. That's, yeah. that's a big, big excited panel. about that too. Yeah. I forgot because there's so much Star Wars. Do you stuff like going to theme parks? Yes. Well, not when there's people, but I love rides and right. food, and I really want to drink blue milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The blue, blue and green milk options yes. are good. And uh, hopefully, some uh, instead of chicken fingers, maybe they have pork fingers. So yeah. Well, that'll be the big story yeah. of yeah. the day, right? Is uh, that yeah. Saturday is when that panel is, Ken? Uh, Saturday's the panel. Saturday's yeah, yeah, yeah. the panel. So that's yeah. that's going to be that and the what what's the big ones of Saturday? Is it that in the video game? Is that Clone Wars? Yeah, Sunday that is too? it. That is it. Because Mandalorian's Sunday. Mandalorian yeah. is Sunday. So so we're, are we getting video game plus plus Clone Wars plus Galaxy's the Edge is Saturday? Is that all three? So, yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a big day. It's a big day. A lot of stuff. It's yeah. gonna be my floor day though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not gonna go to the Saturday? panel for the Galaxy's Edge? No. I well, think I've heard enough about it good. that I'm just ready to wait two years to get to go to it. <laughs> See, I want to learn. I want to learn about it. I want. I mean, there's things that I've heard yeah. through people who've visited and, yeah. and other things, rumors. But I want to. Ha- see the actual presentation yeah. to have oh, them sure. talk about all the stuff. That's yeah, maybe they'll down. show actual video of the locations, not just not just photographs. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's I think we just got photographs, correct? So, yeah, I got so. photos and like Photoshop with like p- crowds of people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they'll have a lot more to show. They'll probably have a presentation package to show because the thing opens right. a soft open yeah. in, in a month, in a month, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. So that's going to be yeah. good. And then, are you sure the Clone Wars is, is Saturday? I'm is not Sunday? sure. You're not I, sure. I close the article. I appreciate it. It's good. At least, at least you're honest. Let's say it is Saturday. It's a big day. And even if it's not, if it's on Sunday, then you got Mandalorian and Clone Wars. Yeah. I bet you Mandalorian and Clone Wars are on Sunday because Dave Filoni will only have to really focus on that one day. He likes being on. He's walking. I don't know if he's going to do it anymore. Yeah. Because in 2015, he was walking around on the floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's no way that he can do that now because he was walking around. On 2015, he was walking around and like, I remember I stopped him and then a couple other people just kind of, but nobody really was noticing him. 
I don't. I think it's impossible. Well, and it's just. I mean, it's because of the new generations, right? Because yeah. as much as we grew up with all the uh, mm-hmm. older movies, um, there's people out there that grew up with Clone Wars, you know, yeah. and then and then they know these creators and they yeah. treat them like. Well, it's 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 just they are fans. whether they want to or not. I think Dave does want to. They they're known more by fans. I mm-hmm. think when you see Leland yeah. Chi or Pablo Hidalgo or a Matt Martin or those kind of folks, you you recognize them as someone you've seen on a Star Wars show, uh, you know, for an interview, and 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 there's more notoriety with they want it or not. So, it's like yeah. being a party. It's being a fan of your favorite team. If you're a hardcore fan, you know who mm-hmm. the general managers are. You know who the coaches are. You know who the who the the third base coach is. You know who yeah. all these people are. If you're a really hardcore fan, so the hardcore fan of Star Wars, the real hardcore fan, knows who those people are, and will say, yeah. "Oh my God, Pablo, take a picture of this." And they, you're right. They, I think some of them are probably like, "I just want to kind of chill out," but of course, I know yeah. how respectful I want to be to the fans, and they expect it at celebration. Oh I mean, come yeah, on. We I mean, that's the reason you up for it. Yeah, and f- you won't see Favreau walking the floor, though. I can't imagine. No. You think so? I, I mean, you know walking what? Yeah, the I floor is different. Yeah, I, yeah, Unless they wear a mask. But he's, if he's got a team right. around, he can do a masking. But he's he, hard to do. He's a big dude, he's though. He's a big dude, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I could see him, though, trying. I could see him. You know what? It, it, because I think that right after... Um, they had Gareth Edwards was walking around right after the Rogue One panel. He was walking the floor. I think that you'll those, some of those guys will want to walk the floor. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I take that back. I think it's also weird can... too. Like I, uh, I was at uh, what it might have been San Diego. Which now uh, point being, I saw Elijah Wood walking yeah. the floor, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, that's Elijah Wood. But I think people just, hey, that guy looks like Elijah Wood, yeah. and no one. Assumes or that right. he'd be doing it, and it's like it's freaking so it's like, Frodo running around it's trying fan, to get to yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like nerd Art table. It's like nerd Vegas when you're there. Oh, I yeah, mean, it is. It's like there's so much going on that it's like you're not even it's looking at people. Miracle. It is though. That's nerd why Vegas. I like it so much. You know, it's not just the cosplay. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. ships that you take photos with. It's yeah. there's like oh, there's an Ewok walking around. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, Highly it's, recommend it's you guys true. go. Well, that's why I want to see what they're going to do for Chicago because I was. Only because of selfish and lazy purposes. I was really hoping it was going to be in Anaheim again. Oh, that was the rumor. Yeah, the rumor that it was going to be in Anaheim. They got the new convention center rebuilt. Let's be honest. The trip down the five is a lot easier, a lot easier. than a flight then, to Chicago. Well, that's for what us. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Anaheim. But yeah. then once we found out it was Chicago, we made the most out of it. And oh, it's going to be the great. theaters yeah. and all that. And, and cool because I've never gone, city. Chicago's a great city. And, mm-hmm. and then you just embrace it and go, let's just go to Chicago and have some fun. Because everybody's getting excited to go. Yeah. So I, I also hope I get to see. Um, in Anaheim, I got to see a stormtrooper just eating in the food court, and that's my favorite part of any convention. It is the yeah. best. Just seeing people in cosplay eating. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing the, like the it. The Dark Lord Sauron chowing down on nachos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's it's going to be a blast, man. Yeah. I can't wait. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, let's a think. couple things here. We can get through some of it. Uh, you guys kind of broke a story this week. Peter Serafinowicz on Coletta Live saying he, he was considered. I actually didn't see the clip. Sorry, busy week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that he was considered for. Oh, no, no, not he was considered. So, oh, what's the story? He he actually he used I, this, to be the voice. Well, I know he well, used yeah. to be. So he yeah. was the voice of he Darth was. Maul in the Phantom Menace, yeah. and he, his his description of how of how George Lucas. He said George basically just looked at him and said, "Oh, make him sound evil." He he it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. famously told the story in Patton Oswalt's podcast yeah. years ago, and it's hilarious. Yeah, George is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. make him evil. That's what he said. Yeah. So anyway, what he told me was that he. Um, I said, I said, were you? Did they ever approach you about doing it? He's like, I went into Pinewood and shot all the dialogue. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, I shot all of it. And I went in there and it was going to take a bunch of people, a bunch of my friends to the, to the movie. But yeah. right before it comes out, like the premiere just, had just happened. He wasn't invited. Yeah. So then the movie's about to come out and he gets a phone call or an email. I can't remember which one it was. And he said, oh, yeah, we decided to go with uh, Sam, Sam Whitworth because it's continuity wise and all that. And he's like, all right. And he didn't see the movie. But, <laughs> but it, was, uh, it, it, it was interesting that they – I think they should have told him a lot earlier. I mean, I, I understand why yeah, – I, mean, I, I think – he said it himself too that it made sense to have Sam in it because mm-hmm. Sam is a little more consistent now in the Darth Maul voice mm-hmm. when you yeah. connect it because that that movie the Rebels movie uh, sorry the uh, Solo is connected more so to the Clone War series than right. it is the Phantom Menace right. so it yeah. makes more sense to have Sam as the voice you can still yeah. use and unless you're a hardcore Star Wars fan I mean the only reason I knew it was Peter because I'm a spaced fan right, right. Like, because mm-hmm. of the show but I think most people think of Darth Maul afterwards as Sam Witwer right you know? now and that's because yeah. like they're both really good they're, They're both, both excellent well, voice actors. Yeah, he so. set the tone for what it is. Yes, yeah. most people don't know that he was the original voice. Yeah. So I, right. I can't remember. Who most people to couldn't compete in the movie trivia Shmoda. <laughs> well, I was talking to somebody <laughs> yesterday. I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. and they said um, they were like, "Wait a minute! I thought wait, Ray Park wasn't the original voice." I was like, "Oh no, was, was no, Peter. yeah, he's got much higher." Yeah, it was Peter, and. He, I, although it would have been cool, I just think it, it made more sense, and I liked the fact that Sam was in it, yeah, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but it was it just made more sense. But it's cool that he went in there and they still had him read for it. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that's the actor's life. How many times do friends of yeah. ours uh, watch me Friday on uh, NCIS? Turns out I right. was cut. They didn't tell me. <laughs> you can watch that clip, though, if you want to see it. It's on the uh, Collider podcast channel. Just go to Collider podcast and you can look at the full interview and check it out. A couple things here quick in the movie news thing that might spawn some fun conversations. I know we got a, a shorter show today, a little bit here. Um, ben Alf and Weiss, we know they're pre- Pairing for something we don't know yet. We just rumors, speculations, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Game of Thrones season eight uh, begins next week. The premiere uh, was uh, for the big gala event was this week. Um, a lot of actors being interviewed, and uh, Star Wars would come up. And Liam Cunningham, who plays Davos yeah. Seaworth, Sir Davos Seaworth, the Onion Knight, um, talked about how George Lucas visited the set of season eight of Game of Thrones. Talked to Dan and Dave. That's awesome. Um, uh, Liam praises their storytelling ability, their world building, and you know talks. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Gives any hints, but just kind of, yeah, I'd like to be in a Star Wars with Dan and Dave. And, and I think a lot of, there's a lot of crossover we've talked about because of the, the casting. Nina Gold cast both. Uh, they cast a lot of uh, UK-based actors. That's why you see a lot and of the she's crossover. she's casting their movie? I think yeah. she's doing, uh, I mean, oh, I don't know. But why I'm just, wouldn't they? That's why, that's why you see a lot of, in Force Awakens, Last Jedi, all these films, you see like, hey, that's a Game of Thrones person. It, it, it's because they're casting just, they're casting and, in the same and pool. They've, and they've been comfortable with, with her, so right. why not? Yeah. 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 And I, and I, but so it just who who for Game of Thrones who hasn't been in a Star Wars movie would you like to see? We said yeah. it before. Yeah. Kit Harrington is mm-hmm. one. Be, and, and Kit, yeah, and he he's, he's made to. it clear that he wanted. Me. I didn't even think about him. Um, he'd be great. He, he's yeah, awesome. He looks like a damn uh, wise Jedi. He does. Yeah, I would he looks like Obi Wan's cousin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beard, beards like that are sexy. They are. Men. That's a sexy Jedi. Uh, yeah. Beard for sure. I would, but also, I mean, him. any honest, I am not going to have a problem with any Game of Thrones uh, actor being in the series because no. they, it's clear, whatever you yeah. think of the show, uh, whether you like it or not, it is a quality show, and everyone yeah. involved is excellent. And and mm. this guy, like, he was able to play a great character great. so well. Well, you, you know, know what's great about that also is because there'll be a, a thirst for Game of Thrones before because the prequel's not coming out for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. The, for the Game of Thrones movie, this will have that thirst if you start to put in if you announce these movies are coming out and then by the way 
He's coming back. Mm-hmm. Kit's going to be in there. And let people say, oh, this is going to be Game of Thrones or Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm in. I mean, yeah. There's, uh, as far as leads, I mean, I would, I'd be really happy with Maisie Williams kind of in a lead. Mm-hmm. It was Charles Dance. Someone uh, tweeted me Joffrey, the other day. Yeah, yeah, jo- yeah. Uh, Jack Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. Redemption for Jack Gleason. Yeah. Uh, I, I would uh, love to see Richard Dormer, who's Sir Beric Dondarrion. His voice is one of the best voices out there. Right. It's like instant ASMR, but it's it's epic. It's that. Um, yeah, Maisie Williams, uh, 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 Natalie Emanuel, Masende, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jacob Anderson, who is a gray worm. There's just the list goes on and on. It's, Sir it's, it's, Jorah. It's a big, uh, that's my guy. If I get yeah. if I get Sir Jorah with a lightsaber. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's what I mean. So it's. I think that because of that, you're going to see and you should. But I said it this morning, Ken. I want to see what you think about this mm-hmm. as far as one of the directors, because I think of how kind of tidy in, tied in he is with Lucasfilm already with Rebels and, right, right. and being friends with, um, with that regime. I think depending on – not even depending. I think Simon Kinberg is someone who's going to want – is going to direct one of in these there. movies. What do you think? Uh, I think that's a great choice. He's he's very steeped in Star Wars and has been is responsible for a lot of stuff we love in Rebels and he's part of that there. As far as directors, uh, two from them, I'm typing in Michelle McLaren. Michelle McLaren, who was supposed to do Wonder Woman and then there uh, kind of fell apart, right, right. And, and and Patty Jenkins came in. She she's done a lot of Game of Thrones stuff and done a lot of the great character moments. And as they world build, you got Ms. Miguel Sapochnik and Alan Taylor and, and uh, all these guys who've done the 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 big battles yeah. in Star Wars. So I'd love that. But if you're gonna go with Game of Thrones directors. Give me Michelle McLaren, who's done some of the smaller, intimate character pieces. That's good. And the one I keep saying is, uh, I am so ready for Raman Jawadi to do Star Wars music. Yes. Yeah. Which think, would be great. Uh, see, yeah. my thing is, I don't, and i got to be honest, I like Simon Kinberg. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. I don't necessarily, I think he will be tapped. I don't necessarily want to see him do it yet. A, I haven't seen his movie. I haven't seen the, mm-hmm, Apoc- mm-hmm. the, the new X-Men movie, and I don't know how it is. I might change my tune and go, he absolutely should do it after I see it. But I would like to see some different people. But I also, the one thing, TV's different. Uh-huh. TV, you can have all these different directors, mm-hmm. and you know you can carry out the, the narrative of Favreau and, and Filoni the whole way through. Right, right. Now, you can say, because Benioff and Weiss, they're not directing these things. They're right. basically the showrunners of this three movie saga that they are the showrunners and it's kind of the same thing but I almost want to see one director work with them yeah. well and you know who's um, yeah. who's a big Star Wars fan that uh, I love as a showrunner is uh, Brian Fuller you know, he he did um, you know everything from uh, pushing daisies to uh, the uh, what American Gods. You know, he's okay. he's done really oh, okay. good yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. and uh, and he's a huge fan. So the I, Star Wars? I yes, oh, I yeah. see him at I see him at every Star Wars premiere. Yeah, he's always there. And uh, same with Noah Hawley. You know, who did uh, Fargo mm-hmm. and uh, Legion, right? The the, the X Men show. Is Those she, are... She's a big fan of Star Wars, also. No, no, oh, okay. Noah Hawley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he's a fan, but, but I know Noah he's Hawley, doing okay. an X Men movie. I think he was supposed to do Doctor Doom or something like that. But cool. um, but those are great showrunners that really care about the character driven stories, and that's what I'm interested in seeing. Like you were you yeah. were saying, be great, be great. Yeah, a lot of choices, a lot of choices there. Uh, final little story, if you wanted here, Popular Mechanics, uh, my dad's favorite magazine, next to Consumer Reports, uh, ran a little story online about the real world stuff behind Star Wars iconic sounds. We know Ben Burke gets uh, all the credit and probably not enough, um, but he goes into sounds here, and you know, we, check it out. It's a great article. Sounds are very important. Uh, you know, I, I've just recently written about a couple of them yeah. in the, the book I got coming out. Why we love Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> sounds are important, but what are I, I don't. 
don't know if I've ever had a conversation with you. My definitely not you, but your favorite sound? sounds in Star fighter. Wars. Oh, the Tie Fighter. Yes. That's featured in that's, this article. That's Hands hard down. to talk. It's got that scream. It's, so it's just good. that scream because it's and do it's, it, do it, do it. I can't do it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's and it, and it really the one sound, sound like, like, like a, Chewbacca. Sound like a dying porn. <laughs> right. The Force Awakens one worked really right in the opening scene. Hey, you know what's yeah. so great about that? Yeah. Is it sputters? And we've never yeah. really heard that. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's the worst sound. I'm not Ben Burns. But still, I know where you were going. But <laughs> yeah, that's 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 an interesting article. I want to see that. Yeah. Uh, and it, what, see what, what, other scenes. Yeah. No. What, what, what sounds? other sounds you like? What? I mean, the lightsaber. Lightsaber yeah. fights. I mean, that's a classic. But yeah. it's, it's when it screams to life. That's yeah. I mean, we 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 exactly, and we've all grown <laughs> up like playing. Now that now there's real life lightsabers but when we were kids i mean we we're playing with our pillows or whatever like we're all yeah. doing the zoom. like yeah. we're all everybody How'd knows that noise zoom. that's yeah. great thank you uh seismic charges and attack the clones blast seismic charges uh sound that Django's yeah ben bird describes it as an audio black hole and i just love that sound the classic the blasters it's a cool article i'll check that out check it out popular mechanics is not just for your dad to check on his microwave you know one of the things that actually got i got sent this yesterday um was a it's a book with you you would love this book. It's mm-hmm. all the aliens and lists of like all oh, the I aliens. Oh, and cool. I and I let my daughter I let my daughter take a look at it. And she's reading it this morning when she woke up too. And I was like, hey, you can don't worry, you can you can you can finish it later. She's like, I'm not gonna be able to finish this today. She's like, it's gonna take me a month or so. She goes, she goes, she goes, God bless her. Who knows? Yeah. She's like, don't pressure me, Dad. She's I'm really me. gonna immerse myself but in this. She, but alien she book. will. She's, I told her I was gonna quiz her on it. And she's like, don't quiz me now. It's gonna take me at least a month. It was, it was really it was pretty awesome. But anyway, that book is out, and I'm, I was excited to get that i'm going to check that out there's some there's some in there that i i'm so curious to see how many you would get with to just be able to name by the looking aliens at them. yeah i gotta be honest with you it's a weakness it's a worth, weakness uh, you know who's really good at that uh, 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 scrimshaw oh scrimshaw uh-huh. played the card game the 1989 west i did not play it so he is a just machine you know, on alien species and so stuff. you're going to be calling that fatal five way fatal five you know what i should do is i should Bring that book, and we should get some some audible questions from <laughs> from that from that. You guys book. should also play some Star Wars sounds and have people and guess. See which one, what fun. it is. I know you want to sound the time or scores. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's only an hour of the panel. I know. Anyway, all yeah. right, we're moving on. Uh, that's it. All right, let's move on. It's time because it's a short show today. What's the deal with canon? Anything going on in the world of canon besides that wonderful book that we got? Uh, that wonderful book. I'm looking forward to reading that book there. Uh, finished Queen Shadow. We talked and about that a little bit. Love finished. Queen yeah. Shadow. It is it is very different. We we talked about when Brian Volkweiss was here. Uh, Vader comic, uh, Dark Visions 2, Star Wars 64. As always, a little behind on those. But here is this little rumor. Uh, reading from uh, Star Wars News Net. Uh, they're collecting some of the rumors out there about the Mandalorian. Uh, uh, there's some about characters, everything, but the big thing is that it's potential. Potentially, this is totally we don't know. Uh, already renewed for season two on Disney oh, Plus. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Which, which is not surprising on one hand. Uh, two, I, I, I was, I hadn't totally dug into the story. Uh, just Mandalorian so far. I, I, I was always concerned. Was this a limited series, a one-time yeah. thing? I don't know. So again, we don't know. But speculation about it. You want to see more Mandalorian without even knowing? Yes, guys. It's. it's it's because this is a new territory for Star Wars that we've never. We've, we, the thing is, because mm-hmm. of Star Wars, excuse me, Disney Plus, and because of the announcement of the series, people weren't really talking. Like there was a time when we were supposed to get a Star Wars series, and there were going to be no movies. Mm-hmm. It was going to be this. Mm-hmm. They wrote a hundred episodes to this thing. It was. We didn't know where it was going to go. Ronald Moore from yeah. Battlestar Galactica. The reboot was yes. going to be involved and all that. And we were like, let's. What's mm-hmm. this going to be all about, right? And it just never came to fruition, obviously, because of things that that. 
where we are today, mm-hmm. right? But now that this is this is happening, and that we're getting more development inside of these characters, to know that they're looking forward than just it's not just one mm-hmm. series of six that they could, if this is true, that we get a season two. Yeah, how many seasons can I, can we get? I think this goes back to Roxy's point mm-hmm. is where she's a limited series can mean anything, right? Limited, yeah, yeah, yeah. limited series it can mean, mean one season. Well, yeah. or it could mean four seasons yeah. of five episodes or right. six episodes or just it's or excuse me, three seasons. Mm-hmm. It's going to be three seasons of six episodes a piece and it's a limited series. Yeah. It's just dif- definition is, is always different. So, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Ken? Do you think that we should do that there should be a Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. You know, it's like it's so, we again going to Game of Thrones conversation. Like HBO didn't it didn't re- renew it right away. Right. Like there was, you know, I don't think there was doubt, but there was also it wasn't Official, uh, there was for the first couple seasons. It was always like we're going to get a season three. Like, whew, like, like really, there's doubt. But there's a lot of business that goes in this stuff. A lot of business that that doesn't get factored into. You know, who can be in the show cast. That's why I think there's a lot of VO in this series. A lot of voice acting and, and, and performance capture stuff because uh, the budgets that Favreau wanted were a little less than maybe he thought. You know, that's some stuff floating out there in the ether. So uh, it, it would make some sense. Uh, you know, let's lock it up. We like what I do. Take that as a vote of confidence. We like what we saw but yeah. we'll see you, i mean i just i i hope that i know that these people are uh you know business decision makers and and mm. they're they're focusing on you know they have to plan out uh, a series and 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 i get that but i just hope that their decisions are based most on on what is what affects the story in a positive way right right like if, if instead of extending uh tv series because they're making a lot of money i just hope that they end when they should right and, and, and they have get a, a good character story right. yeah. yeah yeah and i think that that's that's because I know who's involved, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Filoni. Filoni knew what he wanted to do with Rebels. Mm-hmm. He knew where he was going to take it. And Clone Wars, he always knew where he wanted to go, exactly. but he couldn't. And now he can. Right. right. So he knows where to tell a story, how he wants to tell his story. And I know Favreau is the executive producer on this thing. He's the, he's the main guy. But I think they work together. They, they're going to have collaborative uh, conversations about this is where, this is where it starts. To me, that's always the best storytelling is when you figure out the ending first. Exactly. Like, how do we get to? This is where we know we want it to end. How do we get there? Mm-hmm. And now we have six seasons to do it. Exactly. Let's do it. It's that that's as opposed to mm-hmm. there's a lot of times when people like, and I think that right now until we see episode nine to confirm or deny this, but but I think right now we there's never there's never a clear plan of it starts here with Ray and then it's going to end here. It's just like. That movie's this story. This movie's this story, and this movie's this story. Yeah. But I don't think the Mandalorian sh- will be or should be that, and it won't be right. unless it's you know all about IG eighty eight. Then, then have it okay forever, of course. Right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. So should we get into uh, some couple, tweets? Here? Couple questions. Here. All right. Let's move on. We got about on five over. minutes left. Let's five minutes left, and we're going to talk to you guys. It's time to tweet out. So you hashtag Collider Jedi Council. We found a couple on Ken. Let's do two. Yeah, I know you both might not have taken a, a deep dive into this comic series, but Kyle McDonough. Uh, uh, McDonough? Uh, yeah, he asked this question. What do you think about an anthology TV series similar to the Age of Comic series, where each episode focuses on a different character in the Star Wars universe? And who would you want to see covered with a series like that? The series is very good. Jody Hauser uh, is writing a lot of the early batches, and yeah. I think they're starting to get ones uh, that she hasn't written. Uh, she's one of the best Star Wars writers today and she, in, in the comics, but I think overall because she's bringing in little tiny things that are real fun connecting the characters. So, so it's just like a limited series of these kind of side It's like one Dooku, one Grievous, one Padme. One... Oh, and it's like, but it's like eight episodes, but each episode yeah, is... Yeah, so would you see a show, something like I that see. featured? Yeah, uh, that'd featured be 
featuring these type for of one I, character per episode. I mean, Darth Bane, you would probably bring up, but I, I, I think that would be pretty cool. Even though, even though his story could be much more elaborated yeah. and in something longer, but mm. like, but because it's it's uh, characters that aren't popular amongst the big movie audience, yes. those yeah. would be more interesting. I agree with that. I say it just depends on if they're going to do Bane. It's just where's the timeline lie for the rest of these shows, right? right? And I don't think they would explore Bane yet because they, until they announce, they go back into the old public a little bit more. I think Quill and Voss would be interesting. For Voss would be great. Voss would be awesome. Uh, same thing with um, uh, what's it? Aurora Singh. Aurora Singh. Aurora Singh. Maybe her. Maybe her and Beckett's final confrontation. That's what I was going to say. Let's see how yeah, it finally be... goes down. Yeah. Um, why do I say always? I always say Aurora Singh every single time. But when I say Aurora right. Singh on, in right. in, in, uh, in Solo, <laughs> yeah. it was like that kind of fist bump moment. Oh, it's oh, great wow. little stuff. It's, it's great little moment. stuff. Uh, same. Maybe we finally get Sloan. We just. Yeah, oh yeah, like Sloan. a race. I mean, I, I, we'd want a race Sloan series of twelve movies, but go yes, to introduce her. Go to yeah uh, 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 that uh, you know Infus Nest. Uh, uh, you could bring Forrest Whitaker for Saw Gerrera yeah. before Rogue One, but after Rebels, where he gets all messed up and kind of play around. There, there's <laughs> the, the possibilities are endless, and that's what's fun about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do one more. And that maybe where we get the IG eighty eight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all righty here, Justin Allen uh, at uh, Just Store eighty one says there's not there was not much love for the prequels at first, but I feel that has changed these days. As someone who admires both standalone films, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film. What redeeming qualities do you think the standalones have that will be appreciated in time? Mm. Uh, yeah, the prequels, no doubt, they caused some opinions back in the day, but there's also a lot of feelings of love, especially for the younger generation. Um, time has a way of changing things, including t- seasons of television shows, books. What do you think? Well, as far as the prequels go, that's, that's true. One of the main things is also said this a million times definitely the generational things mm-hmm. there are people who were introduced to the prequels as their Star Wars movies mm-hmm. those people have grown up now they love them and, and the love for those movies have gotten louder as those people have grown up that's one thing the second thing is that for people that were very hold the original trilogy you know to their hearts and be like ah that's not our Star Wars like me right? yeah but the thing is even with, with us the one reason that we were all like oh man the prequels are so bad is that we thought that was it we yeah. thought we were never getting Star Wars and that's the way that they ended it mm-hmm. now it's part of the franchise it's just part mm-hmm. of the thing that is just like okay look there are some really great qualities about the movies there's some stuff inside of the prequels that really work there's other I things will, that, I've always liked the soundtrack the soundtrack's great really music. good and Revenge of the Sith is my favorite score yeah really? Mm-hmm. And there's story elements there that I still really enjoy, and there's other things that I don't. But I still recognize it as part of the franchise. Now, as far as the standalone movies go, I think that there, I think Rogue One will always hold up, and I think the main thing will always be that Vader scene, yes, for sure. And even yes. the way that they tie in Tarkin to to it and Leia, and then uh, Solo. Solo will will have uh, there will be some things. Depending on what happens with Lando and how Lando plays out, there'll be more stuff inside of that to, it, the, that connects the Lando story. Yeah, and I mean personally, I mean I might be in the minority, except for the guy who asked the question. But uh, no, you are the my, my, in general. Uh, but uh, Rogue One is actually my favorite out of all the new movies, no matter what. You're so dumb. You guys are so dumb. John Cut. What I almost said. So John, dumb. John, Rogue is going. No. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Gracias. Going, cut this. Cut this. <laughs> Good thing this is live. <laughs> anyway. There's that comedian brain in you. Yes. <laughs> I want to say how much ready. I love I'm Rogue One and you ready. ruined I'm it. I'm and so you sorry. ruined it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Get that Jedi beard off. Hashtag, this, this just in. We're, we're looking butt. for a replacement for Ken Nam. So. 
Shut up. Hashtag. All right, we got to go. Hashtag not my Ken. She was to go to great spot. Anyway. When Cody's coming in to flash us the car, we got to get out of here. We are done. Anyways, Rogue One is great. And it'll hold up in the future. And that Vader scene is awesome. The third act of Rogue One is great. Solo, I think people who slept on it, I'm not asking you to love it. I'm just saying have fun with it. And I think over time, you'll be able to, when the pressure's off things that are new, you look back with a little different light. Thanks for the comment. All right, all right, Ken. So we will see you in Celebration. Dorina, we will also see you at Celebration. And we hope to see a lot of you guys at Star Wars Celebration. It begins next Thursday. So obviously no Jedi Council on Thursday. I do believe we will have our episode up on Sunday. So look for that as our recap for the entire uh, Celebration will happen on that Sunday. That's it, guys. Make sure that you check out the com. Get your tickets for Saturday night. Come check us out. If you have a badge on Friday or Sunday, cannot wait to talk about celebration when we get back. Thank you for joining us. May the force be with you always. Napa this month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 